Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And we are back. It's post-Thanksgiving, guys. So I feel like I am like full-on Christmas mode at this point. <laughs> uh, before I was like yet. halfway there because I understood it was offensive to some of my friends to be full-on Christmas mode before Thanksgiving. But now, like, you I know, don't care. My philosophy oh. really is <sighs> Find the happiness wherever you can. If, <laughs> if Christmas movies in August make you happy, go for it. That's that's my feeling. Yeah. I used to be a stickler for not till after Thanksgiving, but as I got older, I'm like, yeah, what does it matter? My wife with her her crafting stuff that she does, she's got to get some of those projects, like the Christmassy projects, up in November oh, or earlier because people want time to make them and do them. And so we would put our tree up early so she could hang them like by the tree or take pictures by the tree and things like that. Uh, And then when COVID happened um, and everything was just super depressing that year in 2020. And then that was also the year that I had my surgery and broke my hip and things like that. um, We put the tree up early then too. And we've just done it ever since then because we're like, uh, we kind of broke through that wall and now we feel like that's what we have to do so it usually goes up in the beginning of november but that's cool that's us and that's what works for us hey that's what disney does what's yeah, that the, the first week that's of what november disney does. yeah the day after halloween all the christmas stuff is going up literally yeah. the day after <laughs> i know it's crazy yeah i know i've seen a behind the scenes thing before where they show what they do between halloween and christmas and they take every i mean it's all in one night and it's they only have amazing. a few hours like it's not a whole night yeah. because the park closes at 11 yeah. um and california adventure closes one hour earlier like at 10 o'clock or something like that and then it opens the next day at 8 a.m and you've got to yeah. have everything ready before people even start lining up at seven for rope drop like you have to think about all these things so i love you know me and i just love like schedules and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff so i want to know like i want to see okay we start here because of this like they start and they work in blocks you want want the battle plan yes yeah (laughs) logistics (laughs) it just i don't know that just makes me excited if somebody were like val here's the christmas logistics for Disneyland and that was a present was just like logistics yeah. I would yeah I mean if nope. anybody could get them for us it would be John yeah. Smith like yeah. <laughs> probably or he Jake Stone yeah. Jake and I now have a challenge <laughs> yeah. we gotta get Val a Christmas present um but yeah I'm I'm it not would be awesome. my house is not Christmas at all yet I don't think I'm gonna put up a tree this year because I have like furniture in the way of where my tree goes and Mm -hmm. I don't want to move all that. So I am going to put up like all of the other Christmas things like um, right behind me, usually right here. I put my Christmas village. Uh It's going to go there. I'm going to put garland up and like stockings and all that stuff, but I don't think I'm going to do a tree this year. Hopefully by next year, I'll have a new couch that doesn't Mm -hmm. take up the whole living room. And then yeah. I won't have to um, 
move a piece of furniture to put a tree in. Well, we haven't we haven't done it for a year or so because we have a cat that loves to climb things and uh. loves to knock things off of shelves. So yeah, so we haven't we haven't done that. And then this year, um, I had a, a water leak in the whole basement and living room got flooded. So the carpet's torn up, the linoleum's torn up. So we're gonna go light on the Christmas decorations this year. But the Christmas movies, we will still uh, watch and enjoy. That's for sure. Yeah. I, so I before definitely... we get into our Christmas movies. Yes. Well, go, Jake. No, you go do your thing, and then I, I'll say my thing. No, no, go ahead. Because I was going to take us right into the Christmas movies. So okay. Because we have, we're going to be talking about some specific Christmas movies. Um, today we're going to be talking about Spirited. Next mm-hmm. week's not really a Christmas movie, <laughs> but um, but it's like, coming out Christmas time. Are yeah, you it's... all into like the new Christmas movies that come out on like? Netflix has a, a like a ton of them. Of course, there's the Hallmark ones. Not now Amazon is getting into like the Hallmarky kind of thing. Um, for me, I'm a classic. Like I like yeah. the classics, and what I mean that I mean like Mickey's Christmas Carol, <laughs> or like yeah. or like Charlie Brown's <laughs> Christmas, or um, a White Christmas is my favorite uh-huh. Christmas movie. Other than those, like, movies, I know everybody watches, like, Miracle on, what is it, 34th Street, and that's fine, or, like, the one that's in black and white that's super sad that I don't understand how it makes people feel good, where the guy has to, like, look at his whole life. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life is a sad, sad, depressing movie. (laughs) It is. It is not. But okay. It is. I I love. It's a wonderful life. I and I get what you're saying. It is like. I mean, let's be honest. When you say, okay, here's the premise of the film: the guy is about to go to jail because money is missing from the deposit, so he's going to commit suicide. Like that's really the the basis. Let's sit down and watch that as a family. And and then the angel says, "Hey, let's show you what your life would be, what the world would be like if you weren't around." Uh, like I can see it. It is. It isn't like a super happy movie, he's and we reserve that. He's talking himself into Val's position. It, well, no, I am not because it is still one of my favorite movies of all time, and we watch it every Christmas Eve. My wife and I put it on while we're wrapping the presents and getting things ready for Christmas morning. So after the kids go to bed, then we turn that on because we know the kids aren't going to be into it because it is a long movie. Yeah, but I I still enjoy it. I think the message at the end, as you get to the end of it, is really good. But I do see the depressing part too. <laughs> uh, I'm no to the Hallmark stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. it just it, it's kind of saccharine and and sappy. But I like the fact they film a lot here in Utah. That's cool. I like that people love it. Like I don't want to just be yes. the Scrooge of Christmas movies and Hallmark. Like I get why people like it. They're right. happy. They're like, I don't want to say brainless. There's always something going on, but you don't have to think. You're just going to sit down. Yeah. You're going to enjoy yourself. They're usually pretty quick movies to watch. And and if you need that cheesy happiness in your life, I'm glad there is something for you Absolutely. out there. Right. They make a lot of money. It's, you know, it's like I get it. I, I get there are people that also like to sit down at Christmas time and watch horror, fumi- horror movies all Christmas season. Like that's not my thing either. Right. Um 
but I'm glad there's a thing out there for everyone. But I just like wondered to myself the other day, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, I don't really care about, oh, it's a wonderful life. I don't care about, um, the, the other, uh, movies that are based on the movie we're talking okay. about today. Yeah. Oh. Christmas Carol. <laughs> like a Christmas Carol. I think that like you can see it once the only Christmas Carol story that I like rendition of it is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Muppets. Um, Muppets is fine. It's not my favorite. Ah! I, I'm sorry. It's not my thing. Um, so like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I love Christmas, but then I thought to myself, what do I actually like about Christmas? <laughs> I, I do. I promise I like it. I just well, don't know why. There's a lot more to Christmas than the movies, Val. So I think like being with family and the celebrations about? like that happen outside of the movies, more I think movies? is what I Yeah, well, Dude. I know. It, it's a Dude. weird thing you know for us to like? say on this podcast, but I, I have I, my tea, my hot tea this morning. There you go. I have my yeah. hot cinnamon roll because to me go. it's like all those comfort foods at Christmas. Christmas and Thanksgiving's all about food for me. Oh, totally. I love the lights. I love the trees. Yeah. See. Um, so there are things, but yeah. But to I, jump into this rendition of the movie. Yeah. And I and I think for me, you mentioned the newer movies. I I feel like the last couple of years, all of the streaming services have come out with like one or two big, like here's our Christmas movie. And then they've had some other smaller ones right. along with like Disney plus the first year they came out with Noel, which I thought was cute and fun and, and things like that. It is hard for me to put those into the same category as like the classics, like the ones that I have to see every year. It's yeah. hard for one of the new ones to reach that level of like, okay, this is a can't miss right. every year. And so I always look at the batch that come out and I think, okay, are any of these going to make my yearly rotation of Christmas movies? That's already pretty stacked. Right. Um, I mean, the last one that solidly got in there that we watch every year was Elf, and that's almost 20 years old. Like, it's less than one a year, really, that I throw into the annual rotation. It does not feel like 20 years for Elf. That was the first movie Sammy saw in the theater. Whoa. Like, not animated, but first movie. Wow. And she is 21, and she was, I think, two or three at the time. And she, that's when she just would talk out loud. And she didn't understand (laughs) that he was wearing, like, tights. And she said, Mom, why doesn't he have any pants on? And everybody (laughs) just starts laughing because they're kind of, like, the color of skin if you're, like, two, right? They kind of look like. She's like, Mom, why doesn't he have any pants on? That's hilarious. So I will remember that forever. And we, I mean, we love that. That is one of my favorites. But like, I could watch that movie any time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but our friend, our friend John Favreau, you know, put yes. that together. I mean, we love John. John, you're welcome <laughs> on the show. Anytime that you'd like to talk about Elf or any of your films or anything you want, we don't care. But you're welcome tacos? on the show. We'd love to we'll have talk you. about tacos. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about tacos. Anything uh, you want. We'll talk about Star Wars. I mean, really, John, anything you want. Uh, Can we hashtag John Favreau in this episode? I, I will tag him on when we yes. when we post on social media and say, hey, John, anytime. <laughs> We'd love to have you on the show. Open invitation. Check out our, our episode on Chef. Yeah. <laughs> so... But but that brings us to this movie that we're talking about today, Val, and you, you were taking us there, Spirited. It's starring uh, Will Ferrell, who's from Elf. 
and Ryan Reynolds, who is just so charming. Like yeah. both of these actors have a ton of charisma and they are in this new Christmas movie spirited. And you said before, Val, this is another version of a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And do we need another version of a Christmas Carol? I didn't think I we know. did. And then I watched the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Am um, I the only one that likes this movie? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I liked I, it. I'm going to be the Scrooge on this one. I'll be honest. Like, I don't know that I enjoyed it that much, but we will talk about it. Okay. Let's yeah. Get I liked it. it. I didn't love it. So I'm probably the, the middle ground here. So getting, okay. So we, I have, I have some friends that I have a text chat with and after seeing the Batman, I wrote to them. I saw it as a, a dance screening. I'll get to the, I'll get to the spirited here in a second, but yeah, after I saw the Batman, I texted them and I said, I think that I, I need to watch this again, but this may be, and I'm going to use my one swear, Jake, a goddamn masterpiece. And so that has become our level of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> two swears. It's, it's squished into one. So anyway, so my friend texted and said that Spirited was this masterpiece. And so then yesterday when I said, it was cute, it's a little long, but I liked it. And uh, and so then he called me Scrooged and sent me all sorts of emojis and stuff like that. So I, I wouldn't say it's a GD masterpiece, but I'd say it's a fun movie. It's on Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus. I'm going to say that three times because I messed it up on Good Things Utah. Oh, it's on Apple TV Plus. Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. It's Plus. in theaters, but also you can see it on yeah. Apple TV Plus. Um. <laughs> And maybe it plays better in the theater than it did at home on the small screen. I don't know. I think it's meant for the small screen. I mean, I know people that went and saw it in theaters. I don't think you have to. I don't think you do. Like for me, I graded it as an Apple TV movie, which Mm -hmm. I would have graded different if I would have seen it in theaters. Um, Sorry, I just took a bite of a big piece of goodness. It's got, it a, looked it's delicious. got a great cast, though. I mean, you've got Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, but then you have Sunuti, Sunita, Sunita Mani, who is incredible on Glow. She plays mm-hmm. the ghost of Christmas Pass. Yeah. Octavia Spencer, who I just love. I think she's just fabulous. I thought she was a little underused here. Um, mm-hmm. Patrick Cage, Tracy Morgan, the ghost of Christmas Future, um, Rose Byrne. I mean, it's a pretty stacked cast here. I thought the same thing about Octavia Spencer, but then I thought to myself, like, she's in a lot of, like, heavy-hitting movies. Oh, yeah. And maybe she just wanted to have some fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that sometimes these movies, it's like, hey, you want to come in and play and you only have a five-day shoot. You don't have to be on something for, like, you know, five months. And she was like, yeah, I have time for, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, Uh I think about that sometimes when I thought about this movie and I thought this movie is just supposed to be fun. And I really liked her character and what her character represented. I really liked that they made Ryan Reynolds' character, the character that's supposed to be changed and shown his life and he's going to come to and all this stuff. Like, he's like, I don't want to be saved. I'm fine. And if somebody showed up at my house like a ghost, I'd be asking questions. Like, why would you just follow all of these things? I love that he was a big pain in the butt. Like, to me, I liked they made this story, but they... They gave it a purpose. 
they gave all of the characters a different purpose. We got to learn where they come from, what they're doing, what happened to, you know, Scrooge all these years later. And then, you know, Ryan Reynolds character is such a jerk and I love it. <laughs> I like, I like that they put a spin on the story because when we, hi, babe. Hi, babe. He said, babes. <laughs> He's going to work. <laughs> um, but I like the fact they put a spin on this because when I, I, I feel like that's this story is so well known, you've got to put your own take on it, you got to put your own twist to it. Um, we talked last year about um, Scrooge with Albert Finney, which is a musical. I love the Muppets version because it's a Muppetized version of the Christmas story or a Christmas Carol. So I like the fact that they put the spin on it. I, I caught on early what they were doing, but then it still took me in some surprising ways, which I liked. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there were, as they were trying to put their own spin on it, as they were putting their own spin on it, they didn't try, they did. Um, there were kind of the two big reveals in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the one that the current ghosts of Christmas present was Ebenezer Scrooge. And, then the other one that he's going to retire and Ryan Reynolds is going to be the one that takes his place once he's redeemed. Yeah. And it was funny because within five minutes, my wife and I were talking as we were watching it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's going to end up being Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh -huh. And then my wife's like, see, I don't, I don't really understand what's going on. Cause I think isn't Ryan Reynolds going to be the one that replaces him. I feel like he's going to be the one that replaces him. And like within minutes we were like, okay, so we had like that figured out. And I, and I think that was fine. I don't think that like it was crucial to like have that twist at the end or anything like right. that. But I, I think one of my big issues with it was um, I really didn't like when they pointed out that, okay, Ebenezer Scrooge was, Scrooge was a changed man for the rest of his days, a whole three weeks, and then he died. Like I love that, made that me a little part. Bit, I, I didn't, because then it was this whole question, was I really redeemed or am I really unredeemable and everything? And I get why they needed to get there to get to the heart of the story. Right. But I love the idea of Ebenezer Scrooge really being a changed man and really being there as Tiny Tim is growing oh. up and helping him and like becoming like a second father to him. That doesn't happen in three weeks' time. Let's let's be honest though, Jake. Scrooge was not living his best life. You know that he was eating like poor quality food. He had no heat in his house. Absolutely. The fact that he lived as long as he did was only because he was wealthy and could afford doctors to help him get there. And I get it, but like honestly, he wasn't in the best shape. Let's just. I'm but just where in any of where in any of the stories did it say that he was like? helping tiny tim grow up and he was there throughout his life that was something that you imposed in there sir no i don't think so i think a couple of the movies at least and maybe even the book mentioned that he became like a second father to Just tiny tim i don't read <laughs> so i i don't think it was just me imposing that on there i think that's been part of the i've seen all of the movies i've seen the musical i've gone there this and it, i think it it shows that he's good and that he's interested in that but like never did i ever think since seeing this since i was a little kid that he was gonna show up at the house every day and then walk tiny tim to school every day and then help him like with his well, college I don't think that's bills. what i'm saying either but i think <laughs> i think most of the movies mentioned that he was as good I, as his word and better and he became I, like a I second father to tiny tim i don't think that's I'm not making this up. This isn't the Mandela effect. Jake, I'm, I'm going I'm to go leaning, find quotes and clips. 
I lean your way on this one, Jake. All right, fine. I guess I just don't pay attention to the movie that much anymore because I don't care about it. Um, but, but I think they took your approach, Val, and they said, look, everybody assumes he lived this long life where he was a much better person. What if he died like three weeks after after it happened? And I like it was an interesting take. I think for me, the reason why I resonated with this part of the story is that, you know, and I, I've talked about my life a lot and I apologize. No, um, no, 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 no. But this is a thing. So for people that sit and we try and better ourselves and change ourselves for the better, and it is a constant thing that you have to work at, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, when it was like, well, he died three weeks later. So does that mean, you know, he would have been. And so you, I'm always thinking to myself as an adult, as, as you're trying to be a better person, like, have I really stayed on the track that I that I started four years ago? In yeah. five years, will I still be on that track? And it's something that, as a human, like, you're constantly working at. Or it's one of those things where, like, you just, okay, well, it's too hard and I give up. And I, tr and I was good. And I tried to be good once. And that's still okay, right? Because I did this good thing four years ago. Is Am I still good now because of that? Like, I liked it because it proved to him he actually was just as good as change that day because all of these things he was trying to do and all of the way that he, all the ways that he was being, but as a person that was trying to change his ways and to be good at what he thought he was doing, he forgot about his own happiness. And I think people can lose themselves in that. Like I see yeah. people like I would go volunteer when I worked at Disney like three or four times a week and I was constantly showing up to people's events and I would pick people up if they didn't have a car and do all these things. And then I'd go home, but I wasn't happy. So you can change as a person and you can then help, 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 help. But right. what are you doing for yourself? So for me, I thought that was such a cool part of the story. And maybe I was the only one that got that, but that's what I got out of it. I like that. And Octavia Spencer was like, you know, he started feeling something he never thought he could feel, but he didn't think it was okay for him to be happy because it would take away from what he thought he had to do to be a better person. Right. I, I really appreciated the, uh, the fact that Octavia Spencer isn't your typical, like movie star, beautiful actress. Mm -hmm. She is beautiful. Right. Please understand that I did not just say she's not beautiful, but what I'm saying is she is not the stereotypical archetype yes. movie starlet. And that is, but it is who he fell in love with at first sight. And I love that mm -hmm. because he saw who she was and who she was, was beautiful regardless of anything else, you know? And I think that that was a great message as well. And I like it when they, we are seeing more and more of that in Hollywood where there's yeah. a little bit more these real relationships mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be the traditional good looking lead actor and the traditional good looking lead actress. It can be people come in all sorts of shapes and sizes and looks and well, these writers. two are goofballs like Octavia. Yeah. I always see her in serious roles. She's a goofball. If you really know a lot about her, if you don't go and like deep dive, wasn't She's she in that um, silly horror movie where she like kidnapped the teenagers and locked them in the basement? And 
She's goofy. And like yeah. Will Ferrell, hello, is like well, the king of goof. So I love thing, it that they're- The thing that kills me is I read an, uh, an article. She's She didn't feel comfortable singing. And I thought she had one of the best voices in the cast. So she said that it was a real challenge for her. And I, I just assumed watching it yesterday, I'm like, wow, I didn't know she could sing, but congrats. That's, I thought she was great. And as Sammy would say, there are a few bops in this. There are some bops. Some bops. <laughs> uh, I, I am, it's so, it's such a state of disagreement on the music on this, guys. I what? Just it was did so not, much fun. I felt, I felt like all There's the lyrics, all the songs were like when Buddy the Elf is like, I'm singing, I'm standing <laughs> in a score and I'm singing. Like that's how I felt most of the songs were. And I'm so and I I love musicals. There's a lot of musical musicals I really enjoy. And I get that the whole concept of a musical is ridiculous and they point that out in this movie, but I just wasn't feeling the music. And I'm sorry. Like maybe that makes me a Grinch or whatever, no. but I think they I meant to make it, it this cheesy thing. And if you watch any of the rehearsal videos when when the guys are dancing, it's so funny trying to see Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, like find a beat. Um, I mean, they do a good job, but I think they knew let's, it was like, Hey, we're friends. <laughs> we want to get together. We're going to find cheesy music. It's going to make people uncomfortable. Cause this is not something we regularly do, but hopefully our weirdness, cheesiness and ridiculous and lack of dance skills will make people laugh and have fun. And yeah. so that's how I took it. Do so, I think like any of these songs should be nominated for anything? No. no. But do I think this music was better than the music in Enchanted or uh, Disenchanted? I certainly do. Okay. So maybe that's my problem. I haven't seen Disenchanted yet. So maybe I, I don't have that you like don't bottom. Need to. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I do to appreciate the music in this one more. I don't know. Well, the thing the thing that I liked is this is Pasek and Paul. They did The Greatest Showman. Um, they did Dear Evan Hansen. I don't feel like these songs are as catchy as those are as memorable. I don't think any of the songs in this are going to be like um, the song from The Greatest Showman, This Is Me. I don't think it's no. going to be this this uh, pop culture zeitgeist or anything. But I thought that it was clever. And I think I think that the thing is, Jake, is we know Will Ferrell can't really sing. We, we, we established that from all these years. I assumed Ryan Reynolds could sing. He did a pretty good job yeah, um, fine. overall. Um, but I think what they did is they took actors who don't sing and tried to make the songs. They talk singed. They talk yeah. singed. Yes. Yeah. A lot of talk singing. Yeah. And, and hearing that it's the same people that did the, the songs for Dear Evan Hansen and did the, the musical there. I didn't like Dear Evan Hansen. Neither I think I. Greatest Showman, the music the is movie, great. The movie was terrible. The The actual soundtrack, I liked a lot. I just don't like the to idea which, of it. Either to which um, the Dear Evan Hansen. See, I like the story in Dear Evan Hansen. I I just didn't think the music was that good. Well, and I think that comparing them is it's like again going back to Octavia Spencer, like saying that you always have to do these big things. You know, like this was just fun. This was not. Hey, we are putting on this big spectacle that is the greatest showman. And right. like, this is like the soundtrack is as big as the movie is as big as the concert that's going to happen is we're going to get all of these actual um, pop singers and whatever to re-record. Like that wasn't the intention of this movie. And so that's why right. like, like I don't, I can't compare it to any of those things. To me, I have no. been watching freaking love stories where, where people then eat each other at the end. I have been <laughs> watching um, 
I don't get why. It, I, Where, I about about movies that movie. about women I, that should be list. told but are just sad. Like I have been watching sad <laughs> things that make me need a movie it's, therapist. It's the award season, so it's all the heavy stuff. It is, and I usually don't mind it, but this was a fun break, and I do think yeah. for me, there is an audience for it. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it something that I'm going to be watching every year, like I do the Elf, or like I do, um, you know, White Christmas and Christmas that kind of vacation. stuff? Yeah, that's probably like an every other year, or if it's on, I'll watch it. But I don't go like trying to watch it. Like I like it's... the movie just fine, but like, I, but I Dave's have... not going to want to watch this movie because there's Dave's not going to want to watch this movie. I didn't make him watch it because there's too much singing and he doesn't like musicals. So I did not make him watch this. However, I think if he just sat down and he was like, let's just watch something stupid and fun and he could get over the singing. I think he'd enjoy it one time. You Mm. know what I mean? Like, Uh but I think it's, I think it's a fun movie. I think it's something that out, if you're not into like, the Hallmark movies, this could be something for you. But then I have friends that all they do is watch Hallmark from the beginning of October till the end of January. And they have been posting about how much they love this and they're singing the songs all day long. So there's definitely an audience. I appreciate what they did, but yep. most of all, I just appreciated a fun movie. Yeah. So, and, so and it, it is definitely a fun movie. I know I've been very scroogey about it, but I, <laughs> it is, it's not like a horrible, horrible movie. It's not like cannibals, right? It's not people eating everything, bones and all. Like that just the whole I'm so every time I see it, I, I need to talk it. to somebody about this movie. So I'm gonna give you both. I'm not gonna share anything with you all, but as soon yeah. as you see it. I, I, I want to see that one. That one's on my list. I I'm till, just Till's on my list. I'd love to talk about that one with you. Till is amazing. Um, though this is the thing about bones and all, just really quick. It's a romantic love story. Yeah. And I love that, but then I'm so conflicted about the cannibalism. <laughs> <clears throat> I, Sorry. This is this is tops on Jake's list. No, it isn't. It isn't. No, this is top. no the next one that I need to go see is the Fablemans. That's number that, one on my I list of ones that yeah. I want to go see. Yeah. Um, Mainly just because our friend Alan Cerny has talked about it nonstop. That I'm like, I I need to see it just to know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um. The couple bops, though, there, there were only a couple for me. Um, the Good Afternoon song made me laugh pretty hard. Um, I did think it was funny because when they get into the tap dancing, I was thinking, okay, Ryan Reynolds is probably a good dancer, and they cut away a lot. So I'm like, well, nope, he's not. Because they didn't do those. When you have a good dancer, like you do a wide shot and just let them go and perform. And I, Not every like, time. <laughs> I'm trying to understand, Tracy. You've put a lot of you've, – you've like projected a lot of – talent on ryan reynolds and i'm not sure where this is coming from like i think we all just assume that he's like well we just assume he can do everything i'm not usually a ryan reynolds guy but a lot of that changed for me with free guy okay i don't i don't like deadpool i don't think deadpool's funny i know i'm way in the minority on that but i just don't find that funny um a lot of times i find ryan reynolds i used to find him really annoying free guy changed a lot for me and i'm going this guy is really talented and i don't know i just assumed like he would be able to because a lot of actors are able to sing and dance like well and Hugh jackman didn't start out as a good singer and dancer and he worked his way up into it right you know like people just slammed him when he was in les mis 
And since then, he like literally worked his way to be what we see him as now, like touring in the biggest show, you know, like that kind of thing. And Ryan Reynolds, I think, and Will Ferrell, I don't know that they want to be on Broadway or anything like Hugh Jackman, but I think they just like to have fun. And it was so funny because Ryan Reynolds' wife, um, (laughs) she retweeted... Blake Lively, she retweeted um, and Instagrammed a video of their rehearsal and said, can you get pregnant while you're pregnant? Because she's like, this is so sexy, right? And they're they're okay. Like, they're just fine. But the fact that they're, like, these two men, for women, maybe not for every woman, but for me, I think it's cool when um, someone steps out of their comfort zone to try something and like for dancing, like they're not dancers. That's not like their thing. And they're not singers. That's not their thing. They're comedians. So they took them being comedians and they have such good, they bounce off each other, their chemistry. Mm -hmm. Like I would love to just be on the set and being the person, the script supervisor (laughs) and seeing like how much they went off and how much of that was just them being so great. I, I gotta together. assume there's a lot of. I gotta assume there's a lot of cut footage. I bet you there was yeah. a lot of improv on I, this. I'm I'm hoping that the whole scene in the elevator when he's trying to remember Tiny Tim's name. <laughs> I hope that, that that's all improv. improvised. That it was Tiny improv. Tim, Little Larry. No, that wasn't it. Like, <laughs> that part. Did he make? Was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Their chemistry just did it for me. There were some scenes in the movie. I was like, okay, that could be cut. This -hmm. could be a little bit shorter. This could be tightened up a little. Um, But for me, when it came back around to the chemistry between, I think all of the cast, um, that chemistry pulled that through. And I loved the ending where like you thought, okay, so he jumped in front of this moving vehicle to save a life. And now he's, and then he's like, then they just made him die. And he's like, wait, I'm dead. And he's like, well, you stepped in front of a bus. I, I love that part. I loved because it. Because when, when he flies into the truck, I'm like, okay, he's dead. And then when he gets up and he's like, wow, and like jumps out of the truck, I was like, wait a minute, there's no way. And then they pan over and there's the body. And I'm like, okay. So yeah. they got me on that one. I, I was like, wait a second. But they well, got I loved me. that because like he really like he was a changed person, not all the way the much, but he saw things, but he also like was young and a whole life to live and all these yeah. things to do. And he was important, but they still killed him. I thought that was great. Like, like instead that. of like this happily ever after, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like now he's dead. I just thought that uh-huh. was great. Well, and, yeah. and I thought it was pretty brave to add in a, a suicide plot into it i thought that was kind of brave of them in a holiday movie to tackle something that heavy and online bullying i'm like okay so there's a lot that i appreciated i just felt like it was too long yeah yeah um the other bop to me was and it's not really a bop but it was a memorable song was octavia octavia spencer's the view from here yeah and then the reprise at the end i'm like okay that that was some well-written lyrics that was yeah. that was good yeah and Good I afternoon, think- Jake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The the so that song, whatever. But I love that they call back to it later in the movie when he's getting out of the taxi cab and the driver's like, "Have a good afternoon." He's like, "What you say to me?" Like, comes running back. <laughs> and- I did like it at the end too when he's got the kids and he's yelling at the kids because th- that that Will Ferrell is is pretty funny to me. Like. 
the scene in Wedding Crashers where he's in the basement and he yells for his mom to bring him meatloaf just kills me every time. So when he's like yelling at the kids and then he turns to Ryan Reynolds, he's like, sorry, he, he still comes out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that I love the overall theme of like, yeah, you're a better person, but it doesn't mean you still can't be angry. Right. You still can't be sad that you still shouldn't want things in life. Like I just thought the overall theme of changing and being a good person, because I think we all have our own ideas. And then when we're flipping through the internet, you yeah. know, like when they bring in, you know, this internet stuff of posting this video, like that kid was just a kid and yeah. that was his feeling like at the time. And then you grow up or you, you grow smarter or whatever. And you realize, okay, I'm not that person anymore. You right. know what I mean? We've like, for me, it's that overall, like, we're all still human. You can mm -hmm. be a good person and still make mistakes. You can be a good person and still get angry. Like for me, I think that's what overall like saved it for me. Um, plus I just loved all of the ghosts. The ghosts to me were super fun. And I loved how like they made Will Ferrell, like he was exactly like what you see in all the books all the movies is this big guy, you know, like they change him. Like you see him the whole movie is this. And then they put him up on top of all the food and all the, Not you know, like the, we got to do this traditional. We gotta do this traditional. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought that, I thought that was great. Um, yeah. Tracy Morgan is the ghost of Christmas future. Cracked me up. Um, and again, I really love the actress who played um, Christmas past. She, if you haven't seen glow, it is a fantastic show. I think it was only three seasons. They were going to do one more, and unfortunately, Netflix canceled it, which just sucks. But Allison Brie, um, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, that was a fun show. Yeah, it's kind of ironic that Netflix canceled it after only three seasons, considering the subject matter and women's yeah. wrestling in general. Um, <laughs> I, so what, what are some of your other – do you have any other modern classics that you guys like other than Elf? Is there anything that – jumps out at you because i've got a couple but not a lot um i i don't know like i keep trying to think noel got really really close like i really like noel i think it's a charming fun story um a different take on the whole santa claus legend mm -hmm. um and That's i Kendrick one right yeah and i like that one quite a bit um, I mean, I love the holiday, but I don't think it's Christmassy enough to call it a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, it. the holiday's a good one. Um, the holiday's I, great. I like the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol as far as a modern... I mean, it wasn't a modern take on the Christmas Carol, but a, a modern telling of the story, like mm -hmm. the animated version. I thought it was really good. They took the same kind of creepy animation in Polar Express and made it a lot better. Um, yeah, it's still not there for me though. And and that and I get that too. Yeah, for, for me, Polar Express is one that I keep trying to like a lot. Uh -huh. I just can't get there. Um, um, so the 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 Community Christmas Special, where it's the stop motion Rankin, Rankin and Bass, that is a great modern classic. And I bring this up every year, but if you have not checked it out, check out Anne and the Apocalypse. It's a it's a musical like Spirited. Um, it's, it's a, a zombie film set at the holidays at a high school and it's delightful. The songs on that, that is full of bops now. I'm, I'm going to start next year. Everybody's got like a, a calendar to see how long they can go until they hear last Christmas. 
<laughs> I'm going to start one next year for us on this show to see how long we can go before Tracy mentions Anna and the Apocalypse on the uh, show. It's still in November, so. I know, we didn't make it far this year. We didn't make it far this year at all. Which, love... by the way, I also heard last Christmas already on the radio. I have so I'm oh, I have I'm, already. I haven't heard I'm not yet. working in radio this year, so I haven't heard it at all. Um, <laughs> I love Love Actually, and I love yes. Jingle All the Way. I didn't see that I one. love Jingle All the Way. You guys haven't seen Jingle All the Way? I've seen Jingle All the Way. Yes. I love it. With I think Arnold it's super fun and silly. And I Every love time it. I think of that movie, I think of uh, when Conan on his show used to do like the mouth thing, like the pictures <laughs> of the celebrities and then the mouth behind. Yes. And he had Arnold Schwarzenegger on there one time talking about Jingle All the Way. And, he, you know, before Jingle All the Way, we only jingled half the way, but now we jingled all the way. I, think I made the whole time. episode right there. Um, we need maybe we should talk about Jingle All the Way on the show. Um, you know what I'm probably really gonna love is Violent Night. I want to see that one. That one looks. I, if you want to win tickets, you can go over to What to See with Val. I just plugged my show on my other show, um, and then be be there with me on Tuesday night as we watch uh, David Harbor um, so, kick butt as Santa. When we went. When we went and saw Wakanda Forever, I took my daughter with me and she saw a poster for Violent Night. And she's like, Violent Night? That's the opposite of what it should be. That is, yeah. there you go. There's your take on Violent Night from my 14-year-old <laughs> daughter. Who hasn't seen it, obviously. But I I really, I don't know what to think about it. The previews look interesting. It looks like it's going to be super violent. violent. Which it's in the title, cool. I think they're telling you that it's going to be but at the same time kind of heartwarming i don't know like the like it's david we'll harbour so i'll watch it like this yeah, is the thing like is david like harbour a lot. i made I'm, i made I'm a comment on i i made the comment on the facebook that i think quentin tarantino and this is a whole different episode is um and and i think jake you were the only one that commented on it before i took it I down because i i i deleted it i try and not put things on my facebook page that are like overly uh, negative. No, just know, negative. I, oh, just, I hope it wasn't just my comment negative. was the reason you took it down because I wasn't no, trying to be negative. Okay. No, I re if I reread something and I feel like if somebody's scrolling through Facebook and I'm the negativity that I'm bringing into their world, I, yeah. I just had to get it out of my system. So I got it out. I left it up there for a couple of hours and then I deleted it. I was going to say, I didn't see it. So, um, so I just think that he was a hypocrite. Um, but, you know, Jake pointed out I that he doesn't think so both Jake and Tarantino think that there aren't um, what you would call like superstar actors that there used to be. Like you, you, if you love Tom Cruise back when, you're going to go see all the Tom Cruise movies, right. right? I think that I'm okay with that because I think that the actor should melt into yes. um, the character. But I think there still are, there's an actor following because if David Harbour's in a movie or a television show, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to watch it. If um, Rudd, Paul Rudd is in a movie or a television show, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go see it. Hopefully I don't see him in the movie, which I think when we had those superstar actors, we always saw like Julia Roberts is not a bad actress, but right. when, every time I see a Julia Roberts movie, I see Julia Roberts. I don't see the character. Aaron Brockovich was probably the only time I feel like she yeah. disappeared into yeah. her character. Tom Cruise, I see Tom Cruise mm -hmm. every time, even if and, he has prosthetics me, on. <laughs> me, is, I felt that way with Will Ferrell and, and um, 
Ryan Reynolds. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah but that's okay. I was all right with that. Yeah, but, and I watched but, it because of them, and because yeah, I know that, they're not going to disappear into that. And so I'm not putting you down, Jake, but Jake, you. No, I understand. Yeah, but and, Tarantino and think, thinks that, that it should be the latter. But what is hypocritical about his statement yeah. is that when he was a director, like a big time, he's still a director, when it was all his movies at the box office and everybody thought we have this new director, he's so exciting. And people would get on him for not um, casting these well-known actors and actresses. They're all well-known now right. because they were in his movies. Right. He was like, right. we need to make new movies where it's not about the superstar. It's about the script. It's about the acting. It's about the directing. Mm -hmm. It's a, basically, he wanted it to be about him, which uh -huh. is totally fine. Make your own movies. But now he's saying superhero movies and actors. And I thought it was really awful that he called out the Chris's, Chris Evans yeah. and Chris Hemsworth so, and said that they're not real actors. I, yeah. I think by and large, most of his statement in a neutral kind of way could be taken as just an observation of how the industry is changing. And I think that that's fine. It's shifting, right? Where um, I think that there are a lot of actors who have been in the Marvel movies whose careers have been made because they were in the Marvel movies instead of having a lot of big name actors. In. And, you know, when the first captain america came out i went to go see captain america not chris evans but there are a lot of movies now that like when the first knives out movie came out i was like i want to see it because it's chris evans not being captain america and i and he's a decent actor and so like i can see some of the points and i can also see you know studios are gonna make a lot of these big budget superhero movies and really there's only two studios doing that disney with marvel studios and warner brothers with warner brothers because they're the only ones equipped to do that yeah there's a lot of other studios making a lot of other movies, but the movies that do consistently well are the superhero movies. And I, and that's a and horror that can be a complaint or not, but it, it is what it is. All that can be taken very neutral. What made it not neutral in my opinion is at the very end when he's like, yeah, if I was still in my twenties and this was happening, I guess I'd be interested in making that. He like I read comics circles. as a kid uh -huh. but now, like I'm just not interested and what he was basically saying is I'm too mature or too cool for the Marvel movies. And dang it. I've been hearing that same stupid argument about comics and superheroes and pop culture Your crap whole my whole life. Yep. And, and that's what bothered me the most is it wasn't a neutral comment at the end. It the wasn't. observations, I can agree with a lot of what he said, but it was really coming from this place of I'm better than that. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm not. And I it. took it that way from the beginning yeah. because I know who Quentin Tarantino is. Yeah. I've seen him uh, he... do live interviews. I understand his tone. I respect him as a filmmaker because I do think he has done a lot of things for film. But as a person, I think he is spiteful and yeah. I think yeah. he is contradictory and because he did like he did that whole sentence of, well, I mean, I would, I bought comics. And if these were made when I was younger, I'd be there. He's angry that he's not that making he these it. movies and that yeah, he missed yeah. out. But also what the heck is Kill Bill? If not a freaking comic superhero book. comic yeah. book movie. Yeah. So yeah. again, you're a hypocrite. And how well, about, he... I'm totally fine that he has an opinion. He has the right to state yeah, it. Absolutely. I don't agree with it, but what I would really want him to do is just go make another movie. How about yeah. he's only got one movie. left? He's only well, got and, one left. So it's and be it's good. funny. It's funny too because he also made His a choice. comment in a different interview about directors. Like at, he was asked if he would ever make a Marvel film, and he's like, "No, I'm not a hired hand." And again, like the the truth behind the comment is, yeah, a lot of the directors in the Marvel movies have not been established directors, and that doing the Marvel movie established them. Right. And 
there's been an overarching like we want the story to go in this direction and so there's a little bit more control we want it to look and feel the same as the other marvel movies and things like that right and there's some exceptions to that ryan coogler's uh, black panther movies um taika watiti's thor movies are very much their movies that are also marvel movies so if he had said i don't think i'd be interested in doing a marvel movie at this point in my career because i've established my voice and i just don't feel like it would mesh with what marvel's doing that's one thing but he called them hired hands and Mm -hmm. it was very much in a way like i'm too good for that because that's what he's really coming yeah and and so, I think it's he and I'm sorry that I put talented. this out in like a, a wrong direction, but yeah, I just had to like state it just because like sometimes we don't need that. We need yeah. spirited. No. Sometimes yeah. we yeah. don't need freaking, you know, I think what I think like, where he got it wrong is yeah. that there is room for a lot of different movies to be made. Totally. And don't and, throw and there are a lot of studios. The there's a lot of studios not doing um marvel movies a lot of studios i haven't watched one in since black panther i've watched 27 movies in the past two weeks one (laughs) was a marvel movie one and and people are going to see them the problem is that marvel has set this like if it doesn't make a billion dollars then it's not a big success and that's just not fair right but like I went and saw Glass Onion last night, which is a fantastic movie, completely not Marvel related at all. It does have Dave Bautista in it. But other than that, and Ed Norton, okay. But other than that, not Marvel at all, right? And it was amazing. And the theater was full. Like, we got, like, the last two seats that are not the front row. Nice. And It was my pick of the week. It was a, and it's a solid pick, Val. It might be one of my favorites of the year. Honestly, I really, really enjoyed it as much almost as as the original Knives Out. I liked it more than the original. Did you? Um, And I can see that. I need to go back and watch the original again to kind of see where it lands. But, but there are those movies being made and people are going to see them, but they're not making the headlines like the Marvel movies because they're not making the money that the Marvel movies are making. Yeah. All right. So real quick before we, before we, sorry, speaking of Marvel, no, you're fine. (laughs) But Thanks speaking for letting Marvel, me go off on that rant. There was there was another <laughs> Marvel release this week that we should talk about briefly. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. What are your thoughts? I thought it was funny. I think it's a one or maybe two time watch um, for me. It's directly to Disney Plus, so you have to know that it's not a big screen movie. It's, it's not what, theatrical. Forty three minutes. Yeah, it's a short, basically. Um, and so for me, I thought it was a breath of fresh air in that they just had fun. The guardians were doing something that different than they usually do. There were some really fun, surprising gift giving moments in the movie that I just thought were really like funny that brought some Easter eggs from the past into it. Um, and just them explaining to outsiders, like outsiders trying to figure out what Christmas is. Um, I just thought was hilarious to me. It was got a flamethrower. Not a flame, and I'm like, I want a flamethrower for Christmas. Yeah, I, I love, I love the song, the song that the band sings, explaining Christmas to Quill. I'm like, that's a bop right there. That yeah. was, uh-huh. that was great. I'd play uh, that. Yeah, that. I, I love like seeing Jackson and Mantis together. It was pretty obvious who they could get to to be on set for a week or ten days or however long it took them to shoot because a few of the characters were there for like one day for the shooting. So, but I, I loved. I thought Mantis was a much appreciated um, kind of deep dive into her character that we haven't seen much of her. We've seen little bits, but she got more than she ever has. Um, I loved her getting mad at Drax. I thought that was hilarious. The two of them played off 
so well. Dave Bautista to me is another guy that just surprises me consistently. Like he just gets better and better. He, I, he knows who he is and he knows what his range is and he pushes against that, but he's not trying to do, he's not trying to do Shakespeare, but what he does, he does really, really well. So yeah. I, I liked it. I'd, I'd probably give that one a B. I don't know that I need to see it every year. Um, there's a few moments that will tie into Guardians 3. Um, but to me, and, and, and James Gunn basically said as much as he said, Guardians 3 is kind of a heavier movie. So this was like a breath of fresh air to break away from that, do this movie, and then go back to Guardians 3. Um, it was just fun and lighthearted for him. So I'm, I'm disappointed to hear that Guardians 3 is going to be a heavier movie we on on age of geek we had robert neal on and he was talking mm -hmm. we were talking about marvel phase four and how it's been just so heavy and you know we needed that after endgame and everything that happened in endgame but are we ready for some lighter movies and the answer is yes if if quantum mania doesn't make me laugh i'm gonna be pissed like <laughs> the trailer, the trailer be hilarious. is hilarious <laughs> yeah i mean it, it just needs to deliver on that i need drama. that there's the gonna guardians, be drama think, moments yeah the guardians yeah. are gonna be the guardians are going to give you the humor and the wackiness, but this is the end of a trilogy. He always imagined this as three movies. Yeah. This is kind of the end for a lot of these characters in this it, iteration. Guardians and it's better give for me, him. He's stepping away. Guardians three better give me two things, humor. Uh -huh. There better be moments that I laugh and Adam Warlock better be in it or else. Adam Warlock. What, what, what are you going to do? I, well, I, I'm 99 complain about it on the. On are the you and Ty? Are you and Ty gonna throw a little fit on the Isn't floor? Filter, uh, John. <laughs> no, I'll go see it. I'll, I mean, there's nothing I'm gonna do. You're right, Val. It's an empty threat. Like, it better give me this if James got. I'm just like, saying, after what? the movie, do I need to have my camera on for you and Ty on the floor, like throwing <laughs> a little tantrum because Mephisto and Warlock are in this movie? I'm. I'm. Mephisto is fine. Sure. I, I'm not. Oh, I'm not the Mephisto fan. No, I know Ty is, but Ty I just want to yeah. see both of you throwing a yeah. little kid tantrum. Uh, I I thought the holiday special for me this. This fits in with like the Lego Star Wars hot holiday special, although I like uh -huh. the Lego Star Wars one better, where like it was fun to watch the day after Thanksgiving. It was fun to kind of start my holiday season off with it, but it's not one that I have to watch every year. I don't know that I have to go back and revisit it it's again not much and again. A story. No, I mean, it's 44 minutes. You're not, it's not like a huge time commitment. If you want to put something on where it's like, okay, let's, I need a break from whatever it is I'm doing this weekend, the shopping and whatever else I'm going to sit down and watch. Like, it's perfect for that, but it's yeah. not. There's not a lot the, of consequence to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it does give us one major like, story point and that's it. Yeah. But. Yeah. But. Which is um, more than I expected, honestly. There were, some, there were some pretty funny lines. Like, do you want to save Christmas and help Peter? Or do you want the funny little man? I want the funny little, little man. man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and who knew that Mantis was such a yeller? She oh yells a lot oh, in this one. Yeah. And then when they flip the police car and she gives them the candy cane, she's like, we're even. <laughs> <laughs> I will They're say, They're like, though, okay. <laughs> and this this has got to be something that, I, I don't know, I just imagine marketing-wise, but Groot gives the, the little gifts at the end. Oh, like those snippets. were fantastic! Like they've got to be selling those on Shop Disney or something, I right? Like so. they've got to be available. They weren't on there yesterday, but like, that they should be somewhere. Like A twenty four, they need to do that type of marketing because A twenty four does the greatest marketing. Like they just did a hereditary um, gingerbread house set that is his. 
hysterical. Um, they they sold the the hot dog fingers from everything everywhere all at once. I mean, they yeah. they they market, and I was with you, Jake. I'm like, if they don't market these and sell these, there is a missed opportunity here. And Disney, you know that they love to to get the marketing out. So well, I'm and and I haven't said this for a couple of years because I didn't want the other Bob to call me. But Bob, <laughs> Iger, give me a call. We can chat. I'm uh, so happy uh, about Bob Iger. I know. <laughs> Some people think Bob Iger's the devil, and I don't need those I, people in my life. I saw some, yeah, I think I saw some comments on your post about it, Val, and I was like, I don't know who this person is, and I respect their right to an opinion, and but, so I'm not going to argue with them. Some people don't like how commercial Bob Iger made Disney, and I'm like, have you been a Disney fan for a while? Because right? that's, that's pretty much brain. all it is. Well, it's not like... Bob Chappick was doing a better job oh. at like not making it commercial. He was just <laughs> breaking everything that Bob Iger had done. Anyway, yeah, that's a whole nother. Come in here and Bob, you touch welcome my back stuff. to the family. <laughs> okay, so but next week we get to talk about one of my favorite directors. This is again the the Advent Calendar, Jake, that or the the Wham Christmas. I know we, Guillermo we'll, del Toro. We'll we should play Tracy Bingo on the show. Like <laughs> we should. We, we need to have those downloadable onto on our website so that he, listeners can download. Did he mention Guillermo del Toro? Yes. Did he mention Anna and the Apocalypse? <laughs> did he mention the cinematography in the movie? But you love me for it. I have an idea. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I have an idea. Absolutely. I we should do this for 2023. Okay. Where we do like a monthly bingo card of Tracy or like a quarterly bingo card with Tracy on our website. And if somebody can get them all filled out and tell us what show they heard it on, we'll send you a free merch. Like, I feel I, like we should do the Tracy bingo card every I'm quarter. I'm down. I don't, I don't want you to change a single thing about anything that you do. No, Tracy. Me I neither, love but... every bit of it. Don't think that for a minute that what we're saying is to stop it. No, it's so much fun. We, I really feel oh. like when we when we were at uh, the Midway, and that was a lot of fun, yes. I felt like thank we really – thank you everyone for coming out, for donating. Um, but I feel like it was just – my wife was like, yeah, you guys really did a good job considering we didn't script anything. We didn't plan anything except that we were going to be there and support each other, and we just did it. Yeah. But that's what we – That's the show. So that's what we, we all do. bring different stuff, and so don't <laughs> – I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you a quick thing though um after we wrapped up and we had all the good disney vibes we had disney trivia we had disney prizes um the the tone changed pretty dramatically it, it wasn't even disney after dark like i'm like okay disney time is over hey, <laughs> yeah but a lot of people showed up and a lot of people yeah. participated and we really appreciate and that thank you to bill at the midway for letting us come down and the staff was fantastic and it was a great time we raised a lot of money we reached five thousand dollars for the american Yay. cancer society we raised a thousand dollars just that night which is awesome that's awesome so all right we, grading grading yeah spirited. we've got to give we, we've totally missed spirited giving it a grade all right. uh should I go in the middle to balance you two out or I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I, okay. and here's the thing. I gave it a C plus and I, and I really feel like for me, what saved the movie was Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I think if it was anybody else in this movie, I wouldn't oh, even yeah. give it a C plus. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't feel like it gave me anything that I hadn't seen before with uh, a Christmas Carol. Um, yeah. 
I mean, it was fine. C plus. It's still fun. You need to check it out at least once. You'll enjoy it. It'll be fun. And you'll probably think I'm crazy for giving it such a low grade. And that's fine, too. That's okay. Um, I, I'm going to go B on it. I, I felt like it was just a little too long. There were a couple of songs that they could have cut, a couple of scenes they could have trimmed down. Um, I When I'm watching a movie, if I start looking at my watch, that's when I'm starting to lose interest. When I'm like, how much longer is this? Or how long have I been in this? Um, I found myself doing that a couple of times. Um, but then they brought me back in. I, I thought it was a clever twist on the um christmas story or christmas carol story um i thought ryan reynolds and will ferrell were good i loved octavia spencer um a couple of bops in the in the piece i bops is my new thing now um <laughs> We've noticed. i don't know why but you know what i refuse to say brekkie tacos at beans and brews i will say breakfast tacos and they'll say do you want brekkie tacos and i'm like no i want breakfast tacos so there's certain things I'm trying to be more hip and be younger, but are they listed on the menu as brekkie tacos? Yes, they are. Yep, they're brekkie, and I'm like, nope, can't do it. Um, but I'm going to go B on this one. Yeah, it's a B for me as well. I just thought it was enjoyable, funny. It's nothing like it is a it is a movie for these two stars. Like yeah. you yeah. go, you watch this movie because of them. If you watch it for any other reason, I don't know why you're watching it. Because I think all of us like, oh my gosh, Will Ferrell, you know, he's in a movie, he's singing. Oh, and look, Ryan there's Reynolds. his best like friend, him. you know, Ryan Reynolds. And that's that's exactly the star power of why I watched this movie, Quentin Tarantino, bite me. Um, but those are two stars that if they are in a movie, I'm going to go see it. <laughs> and I think, Nick, I just figured out why I was projecting so much onto Ryan Reynolds. It's because he's such good friends with Hugh Jackman. Yes, so I, I wondered if it was the Hugh yes. Jackman. Yes, that was. Well, but I also think he just was. has this this manner about him that you think he's good at everything. Yeah. but it's really just that he'll try anything. He'll com he's confident. Well, he's like, I think oh, I'll do it. Yeah, he will try anything, including owning a soccer team. Yeah, so um, so that that's it. It explains why that rivalry is so strong, at least on the Ryan Reynolds side. He's jealous of the fact that Hugh Jackman can. <laughs> do all of that stuff no i'm i'm kidding um if you don't do that, hashtag quentin tarantino bite me on this episode <laughs> i will i will not do that bite me quentin tarantino but listen I, john favreau i i don't think i don't think we're gonna yeah we're gonna invite john favreau that's still an open invitation all the time always welcome uh that's fine i'm willing to do that and i know nobody's gonna see it and i know nobody would actually probably see bite me Quentin Tarantino or Quentin Tarantino bite me, but maybe we could get Quentin on the show. Yes, you don't know. Hey, that is probably the right one now, director that I don't know that I would want to sit down would, and have a conversation Twitter with. Going the way that one it is, anything can happen, Jake. Yeah, it, it's true. You never know <laughs> with Twitter nowadays. Um, all right. Well, that's the episode. Next week we will be back talking about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio movie. Uh, that is coming out. Um, and we're excited to talk about it. The animation looks amazing. Val has seen it. And uh, so we will have seen it by then too, so that we can have a good conversation. Otherwise, <laughs> it would be weird. Uh, we're excited to talk about that. And then uh, other than that, you can find us on all the social media places. We are actually on the hive social network now. I don't know if people are still doing that. They were for a couple of days. We'll see. I'm on there that... and I have one follower and that is us. I yeah, don't know I... how to change pictures. I've posted one thing. I can't put a picture up. It's because Android isn't like a full 
Yeah, the demo app app. like just threw Mm -hmm. out when they got a million subscribers all of a sudden. Yeah. So I'm kind of on there. Yeah. Um we're we're still on Twitter until that place burns down to the ground completely. We will still be there. Uh, and you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram uh, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts on whichever format you choose. And until next time, we won't see you at the movies. Where's the bop, Tracy? I was just kind of, <laughs> good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> what did you say to me? This has been an Age of Geek media production.